0: Good morning, good people. Happy Wednesday and welcome to Z Sports Live, presented by the Cochran firm and Boston Scientific. I am your host, Will, Skywalker Steel. Boom! Yes indeedy. Today We dive back into the film. I'm loving these Tuesdays, man. I'm loving these Tuesdays going and seeing what the Cowboys did well, what they could build upon, what they can get better at. And today might be my favorite time that I've done this this year. We'll dive into why Kellen Moore and how Kellen Moore dialed up his best game, I think, as a Cowboys coordinator. And then in the roundup, we'll talk a little bit about Jason Peters. We'll talk a little bit about Mike McCarthy, mentioning a couple guys who are going to stay featured, and then another small update on Dak Prescott and his thumb. But today is all about diving into that film room and and seeing some of the cool things that this offensive staff did and some of the things that I saw out at Oxnard uh, that they brought back here in week three, and I'm hoping that they build off of this, man. But shout out to the Bomb Squad.
1: Bomb Squad! (laughs)
0: <laughs> he said I need an insurance spokesman. Hey, and definitely shout out to my guy, L. Yesterday, he was, as my man Vosh would say, knighted on the Vosh and Buddy live show, so it was only right. We did the same thing here. We kind of both agreed that it's well-deserving here for you to get that wrench, um, and we'll probably give out more as we go through it here. But I definitely needed more help from my guy. Shout out to the my guy, uh, Professor O, because it got crazy up in this chat some months ago. And so I decided to give more out. So salute to you, brother. And salute to all the cowboy fans out there that come in here every morning, as Lemitra would say, with their cup of joe. And kick it with me, man. It's it's really, y'all make this not work. You know what I mean? This ain't work. This is this is this is still a dream that I'm living, and I appreciate it through you guys. Um, all right, look, here's what we're gonna do. Very, very easy show today. If you want to call in, you can 351 999 3787 we got a uh, Mike McCarthy clip here, and the first word coming out of the roundup. And then we're going to dissect and talk about one stat that I think shows a shift, can show a shift, and the way the Cowboys approach things offensively. And I don't think that should change even when Dak returns, right? Don't think that should change. All right? So let's jump into this roundup and get to it. It's time! It's time! It's time! Hey.
2: It's time. It is time for.
0: It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Hey. Yo. Quick little update on Dak Prescott. Not not much has changed, but Mike McCarthy spoke at his presser. And that's what we're going to talk about here in today's roundup. Mike McCarthy came out and said this. Obviously, we know the stitches were removed a few days ago, uh, but he noted that there was still some swelling in his hand that has to go down before he does anything else, really. Uh, Now, we did catch him throwing the ball in pregame, but he likely wasn't gripping the ball uh, entirely too hard. So they have to have this swelling go down first, and then they'll see where his grip strength is as we move forward. And um, they'll go from there. I personally think that we're, we're looking at week five for the Rams at the earliest. And then week six would be the latest. If there's a setback next week, if there's not trust or comfort next week, that's where week six will come in. But this sounds like from the IR situation, uh, Dak talking to the reporters, McCarthy talking to the reporters, even though he's not going to give away a lot. Jerry talking to the radio. This this all sounds and smells like him coming back in, in week five against the Rams, meaning we'll get uh, the Washington football people at home with Cooper Rush, who has been playing some really damn good ball. Well, come off a game where he's played some really damn good ball. So we don't need to rush him back, and we talked about that yesterday. So you'll see right there it says, Wanted Vet Presence next to Tyler Smith. It's not me saying that. That's Mike McCarthy coming out and saying that. In his presser, he talked about Jason Peters' debut at guard, and this was one of the things that stuck out to me the most. Reason being is not maybe not what you think, but reason being is because I was under the assumption that Connor McGovern would be back at left guard when he's ready to go. Now, it's a high ankle sprain. These things can take what, y'all? three to six weeks. So he may not even be close to returning, but they didn't put him on IR. So, you know, that's something to think about. But the reason why it sticks out to me is because this could be an indication that they're going to stick with Jason Peters as long as he's playing good ball, right? Like he can't, he can't be out there playing bad football, but if he's playing good ball, they're going to stick with, I think they're going to stick with Jason Peters based off this comment, wanting a veteran presence next to Tyler Smith. That could have been at guard if Tyler Tyron Smith was available. And now that Tyler Smith is going to be sticking at left tackle, now it sounds like they want that to be at guard. Now, you could say, well, technically, Sky, Connor McGovern is a veteran. Yeah, you're right, but he ain't Jason Peters' veteran. As for his debut in general, yesterday after I reviewed everything, I gave it a solid grade something to build on for sure he, he obviously didn't look as comfortable in there as he might have been at left tackle but that's something you would expect from a guy who's done something for 20 years at one spot and one snap <laughs> at the other so it's something to continue to build on i'm at the point uh almost called just all Skywalker. i'm at the point cowboys nation it was solid enough to just rip the band-aid off right i'm gonna ask y'all would y'all just rip this band-aid off now and, and go ahead and move forward with Jason Peters at left guard and see what happens, you know, with the game or two? Or are we still kind of trying to get him acclimated uh in this in his left guard position? I'm at the point, rip it off. We understand that they're going they're moving forward with Tyler Smith at left tackle. That was evident last week. So now it's about upgrading the left guard spot. One thing at a time. We'll deal with the Connor McGregor situation when he gets healthy. But me, I, I personally think he can be a, uh, an upgrade to Matt Forniak. So go ahead and put him in there, and let's see what happens. Everybody's in the green tier. Just whip rip it off. I mean, what do you you're right? What do you got to lose? Just, come on, man, let's do it. And then finally, Mike McCarthy talked about Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott are going to remain featured players. I love to hear it. And if you listen to Mike McCarthy's voice and how he's saying these things, I have a saying, it's not always what you say, it's how you say it, right? That can determine your tone can definitely change everything up. You know what I mean? And the way he is saying these things about the run game, about keeping Tony and Zeke involved, sounds like a guy with all due respect, right? Respectfully, as I should say. Respectfully telling Kellen Moore, hey, I'm the captain now. All right? You're going to call the plays. But this is the philosophy we have. This is the winning formula. And I love it. I love it. The last two weeks, Tony Pollard has 26 touches. Ezekiel Elliott, 33 touches. Compared to week one when none of these guys got, you know, what? Zeke had 10 carries. Tony at six. I think he came out of that that game frustrated uh, because it was winnable, thirteen to three, or twelve to three, nine to three. It wasn't like these guys were just blowing us out and we didn't remain committed. That's something you're going to hear him talk about. We didn't remain committed, Cowboys Nation. So expect to see Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott still featured in this offense. Um, now before. I get to the phone lines. I got you, uh, my my reading brother. I got you. Let's take a listen to Mike McCarthy in in the first word today, where he talks about the importance of balance. He talks about running with the purpose. Y'all know me. I talk about dribbling, with the purpose. My coaches always tell me it's the same philosophy here. You got to run with the purpose. And when we break these things down, you'll see that they did that, and the the positive outcome that came from it. And he talks about Kellen Moore's play calling. Uh, here's the first word today.
3: He had a lot of clean pockets can you just talk about the offensive line and, and, oh, yeah. and how that allowed him to play so
4: well yeah definitely i mean it starts with running the football i think we all recognize that i thought we ran the ball very well um, you know i thought you know schematically in the execution uh it was you know it was our best game of the three and then the action passing game off of that uh, was definitely a, we benefited from that so you know i thought we did a good job in the situational part of it too but it really goes back to the run game you know we needed to run the ball better, and more importantly, we need to get more attempts at the plate. So, and you know, and I, I think with the training camp structure, you know, you you only have so many opportunities with the padded practices. So, I mean, it's just we need to stay committed to it. You know, I think we've definitely done that the last two weeks. Uh, I thought I thought Kellen called an excellent game last night, and you know, I mean, Tony and Zeke are, are feature players for us. So, um, you know, I, I don't see us changing. You know, you got two. You got two guys that are future players. You know, they, they need to touch the ball. You know, whether we throw it to them, pitch it to them, hand it to them. You know, it's uh, it, it. It makes no difference to me personally. But I think. But most importantly, the run blocking unit needs to come off the football. They they need those thirty those thirty attempts a game. Um, that's where the real balance comes from. Because you know, some of those calls were RPOs, you know, run solutions, hmm. call called, and the benefit of it, it, you're throwing it out to a one on one and they get six yards, whether it's CD or Noah, but you know, the run blocking unit's still coming off the ball. So, you know, that, that's the benefit, in my view, of, of, of the RPOs and the run solution throws because, you know, those guys need to rip off the ball because if you're throwing it all day, then now, now, now you have your offensive line playing on their heels. And, you know, too much of anything is not going to be good for you.
0: Too much of anything is not going to be good for you. That reminds me of words from a wise man. Take too many Tylenols, it'll be your last headache. <laughs> Shout out to Cat Williams. I use that saying around here a lot, just jokingly, but it's for real. You know, you take too many Tylenols, to be your last headache. You run too many times. I'm sorry, you throw the ball too many times, it can be bad. You run too many times. I know a lot of people love running the ball, but even sometimes if you run too many times, it can be a bad thing. But balance is key, especially for this team, right? And there were a few things that McCarthy said in there that I want to point out. I personally think it sounds like we are going to stay committed to this identity of Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard being your feature players. It sounds like that. Um, whether It doesn't matter who's going to be there because I think he even mentioned in that press conference, even when Dak returns, these guys are going to be the feature featured players on this offense as they should be. As they should be. RPOs. You, you remember last week we talked about bringing back the RPO situation. He talked about the benefits of the RPO and getting into those one-on-one situations. It's, it's, it's simple. It's something that we talked about, uh, Pat Mahomes and, uh, Andy Reid and those guys over there adapting to what teams were doing to them. They were getting in those RPO looks and it was one read. If it's there, we got one-on-one on a quick slant. Easy, right? If not, hand it off, let your running back go get some, get some yards. Now, there weren't too many runs off of those things, but still, those run solutions is what he called it. If, if we see the box is too heavy here, we could just go in the RPO. The only issue I have with that is I don't like Ezekiel Elliott running out of a shotgun. That's why I said RPO with Tony Pollard. But nonetheless, sometimes the action just helps. Trust me, and we'll see it in this Giants game. And then he mentioned uh, Kellen Moore saying that he thought he had a, a, a great game. He called it a great game, and I couldn't agree more. Actually, he said he caught a good game. I think he called a great game. I think he called a great. There's going to be plays in that game that maybe didn't get executed or maybe didn't get a first down or get what it was designed, but that doesn't mean that the play call didn't mesh with what the defense did on the other side. There, there was only a handful of times where there might have been nothing. You know, a handful, and, and I'm more so speaking in the, in the passing game, but he was creative in the run game he was creative in the run game as well. And then he played off of it. It was, it was like, okay, Kellen copycat lead, man. Look around the league, go copy him. I'm cool with that. But all right, y'all. Terrence says, uh, you're running, you're running RPO out of, out of gun. Yes. That's usually what what you do here. You're sticking it in. Pull (laughs) Let me say that lightly. Cause I know how y'all are. And you, you read the end, you read the linebacker. If he steps up and creates that window, boom. If he doesn't you hand it off. Like, it's simple things. He he used the KISS method on Sunday or on Monday night, but he added some creativity to it. Before I get to some overall offensive notes, we do have a phone call, man. So let's get to that phone call right quick, uh, which is the Pulse of the Nation, sponsored by our guys over at the Cochran Firm. Since 2005, our guys Barrett, Brian Pope and Larry Taylor have handled the most challenging civil cases, fighting for you in the DFW area community. And I use that term fighting. I emphasize that term fighting because that's what they do. All the Cochrane Firm civil cases are handled on a contingent fee basis, which means if there is no financial recovery, then they charge no fee. So do not be afraid to reach out if you need any legal advice, any legal help. They will help and fight for you. Contact them at 1-800-FIRM or schedule your free consultation today at CochranTexas.com. What's good, my writing brother? How are you?
2: Oh, what's good. Good morning to you and to Cowboy Nation, and God bless everybody, like always, and to your family too.
0: Thank you, sir. You as well.
2: Okay, I just want to say two things. Mike McCartney, he really needs to like step in and take over because I think I think he's starting to take over, but I think he got to put more of his imprint. Because I think with him taking over, we're going to see more of a balanced situation, running the ball more. Like he's saying, he knows that he got to get the running backs the ball because that's where the game is at. If you can run, then you can pass. Because once they got to come up, then the play action goes easy and you ain't got a bad situation. And my second thing, the defense is good enough, like you had to watch the body, They're good enough to go to the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? But we just got to, you know, maintain that same intensity. And like me and you were talking the other day, Wilson, oh, he's playing so good. I like the way he's here. And, you know, he had a little a couple, you know, miscues. But he still stays solid, and that's very important. No matter what, you you can have a miscue, but as long as you rebound and you stay where you're supposed to be, that's what it's all about. Facts. I'm going to let you go with this for right now. God bless you like always and the show and you take over.
0: Thanks, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, my man Dono. y'all know me. I I love the way that D hit plays the game. Uh sometimes he can, you know, he can be a bit too fast. He missed some tackles. They got on me on Twitter about that. I called him a cannon and it like, "You can't miss tackles." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, right, He do miss some tackles. But he makes plays. He's an impact player in it's really hard to argue with what anything Dan Quinn is doing with these guys. Like I said, 19 points week one, 17 week two, 16 week three. It's going down. Nobody is. Th- Tom Brady He's the only guy that threw for over 200 yards and it was 212 yards. So, I mean, this defense is cooking and I, I don't even think they're at their the top of their game just quite yet i just get back to the phone line real quick. We got 215 Glenn, which means this is Philly, 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 where I come from. What's good, bro? What's
5: up, Stop, Stop. Stop drawing, Scott. Stop drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked that you one. Doing, not,
0: not too many people are going to know that song, but but I know you do. <laughs> Everybody here doing- Family yeah, man, everything's yeah, good, I'm man. I'm excited, man, to get the show on the roll. What you got for us?
5: Cool, cool, cool. Uh, just a couple of things. Um, I like the adjustment. Um, I don't like the fact that it's an actual pass, but that pitch down the line of scrimmage when the back is already moving forward, I'm loving that play. It, it's They're counting it as a pass. Sometimes they don't count it as a pass. I would rather them uh, put it in the stats as a run. But I love the fact that they're get, they're pitching it to Zeke and Pollard on the run while they downhill. It kind of reminds me, I'm here in Philly, I'm a Sixers fan. Uh, Doc Rivers is not my favorite coach in the world, but he has this, uh, with his offense, he, he he adjusted the same way last year by bringing the guys off the pick and roll, and as they receive the ball, they're already going to the move. rim. they the catching it and trying to make, it, make a move Yeah, They're on the move. So I like that adjustment they're doing uh, with the backs. Um, have, have you noticed that?
0: Yeah, that, sure yeah that that that's that's a good point. Um, and you talk about it sometimes the pass, sometimes the run. That's because if they're lateral or in front of Cooper Rush, they consider it a pass. But if they're behind them, they'll consider it a, a run. But we know it's 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 a run blocking formation. How they do it, uh, it's it's a run process. But but yeah, I mean, they not only did they attack them with that pitch on the edges, you're going to see a lot of this orbit motion once we get into the film, and it worked. And they kept going back to it. In fact, they opened up the game with that, as, as we'll see here. And they build on top of that. That's why I think there was a a purpose in how they ran. And there was a purpose in those pitches. Um, and some of them were, check with me, um, with Cooper Rush. And he made a, you know, identified the numbers advantage. And he said, hey, you know, I know Zeke ain't Tony Pollard on the edge, but I got numbers here. So I'm going to get the ball out in space to, to Zeke and let him work.
5: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Ah, uh, two uh, two more questions, and then I have a referee referee question. Uh, one, do you think they're going to use Turpin with the jet sweep finally this week? And two, when are they going to get that big back off the um, off the um, taxi squad or whatever? I think um, even um, oh Malik Davis. Troy said the other day. Yeah, yeah, we need that thumper. I don't, I'm not When I say we need, I'm not getting ahead of myself. I like what uh, Zeke and Tony's doing. But I think I, I like what I saw with Doddell and the other backs in preseason. But I think if we bring that Thumper, that big boy, and he can catch, I think if we can bring him in situations this here and there, I think that we could really impose our will mm-hmm. on these defenses with our run game.
0: I personally think uh, Zeke is a Thumper, right? Um, but 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 I will I will lean into what you're saying here. I talked about this in the off season. If Dallas is going to remain a a run team, right? They're going to try to win with running the ball and playing excellent to elite to great defense, then I do think you need three guys, not two, right? I think you need to Uh, use three guys and and get them moving forward because more fresh legs, the better. But, uh, yeah, I think Zeke is a thumper, though.
5: Yeah, I mean, he's a thumper, but this boy is big. Like, there's a thumper, and then there's Leonard Fournette thumper. There's a difference well, We don't got we don't,
0: we don't got a 250 <laughs> pounder on the team. People, are you, are you talking about Malik Davis? Yeah, yeah, the guy we got from Atlanta. Wasn't he from Atlanta? Somewhere? Oh, you talking about the cat from Atlanta? Oh, he ain't gonna see the field, brother. Um, it, I don't even think he's bigger than 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 Zeke. I don't. I, I would consider. I personally would consider Zeke. We don't. We don't have a Josh Jacobs, Leonard Fournette, 240, 250 pound back. If I'm not mistaken, on this team. Um,
5: That's what what that guy reminds me of. When I saw his film, that's what he's like
0: downhill. Well, well, let me ask you something. What do you consider Zeke?
5: No, no, no. Trust me, my man. I love (laughs) Zeke. All I'm saying is every once in a while, give the defense something else. Change your pace. I'm 55. I've Mm -hmm. seen it, you know, the change of pace backs. You know, I'm just talking about a true thumper where Zeke, you know, when (laughs) Zeke comes in, what he's going to do.
0: Yeah, I, I I personally think that, that that Zeke is that true thumper. I, I don't disagree with maybe switching it up with a different player. Uh, Rico Dottle would mm-hmm. be that change of pace from both of these guys, Zeke and T P because he runs hard and he still can dash a little bit too. So uh, we kinda saying yeah, the same like, things. I just I think Zeke is a thumper, that's yeah.
5: all. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree, I agree. But I mean they brought the guy they brought the guy over for a reason. So um, let's just see him. I just hate when we we bring guys and we shelf them and then you don't see him until you have to see him. So I just would like to see him. But I have a referee, uh, a flag, a question. Their very first hold um, on a drive Monday night, uh, well, I don't know if it was Beatish or Fernick, they it's called all yeah. this hold. Yeah, he came around on, they pulled him. And when he came around to block, this little linebacker, he had no one, he, he was prepared to block as if he was blocking a lineman, but I know it was designed to block a linebacker because you're pulling and that's who's going to be there. Dude came on the inside and grabbed him on the inside of his jersey and threw him down. Yeah, And I, it, made, it made it look like he held him. Did yeah, you I, see that?
0: I didn't agree with the call. I thought that was a bad, a bad call. Uh, it made Fournier. It made Fournier yeah. had a good day. I think that was his best game, good enough day. It was his best game this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, bad call. Yeah,
5: yeah. And it just stopped their momentum. I hated that. But uh, yeah, enjoy your day. I'm looking forward to the rest of your show. Looking forward to the film breakdown. And uh, stay up, my brother. Thanks, Great man. Talking to you.
0: Appreciate you. My man from Philly. Y'all hold tight. I was going to jump into into the film after this. I actually got some 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 uh, notes I want to get to prior to the film. But hold tight. Hold tight for a second because I got to get my guy B up in here, man. Uh, wh- what's good with you, B? What's good with you, my G? Hey, man, feeling good, Cowboys 2-1. Got some good film today, and we move on tomorrow to Washington, but I know you feel good about not being right about that outcome, though, like I was last week. Hey, I, when,
3: when you said, I gotta get him in, I said, oh, he about to, he about to give it to me.
0: Nah, <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> give it to you, man. I'm not gonna do that to you. Because you said you wanted to be wrong.
3: Right, and I was 100% wrong, bro, and that's why I was like, you know what? You know, as a as a, as a, somebody who supports what you do man I appreciate when you admit when you wrong so it's only right you know that that that's how we are as callers if we can call back in and get through we got to acknowledge when we wrong as well and you know what I'm saying and that's what I'm doing I was 100% wrong I said Cowboys would lose 23-13 they won 23-16
0: I actually had them winning 23-13
3: <laughs> man so it's like was what, what? Yeah, so I'm like, man, I was so wrong about Kellen Moore and how he would approach the game. He he's been doing everything. He did everything that I think, for the most part, we wanted. You know, yeah. as far as your pre-snap motion, your at-snap motion. Yep. Run, you know me, I'm like, man, we shouldn't leave a game running the ball 30 times. I that's, think we probably would have ran it about about 30. 35 times. If we got it, if we went for it on that last drive where Noah Brown was held, yeah, even though he was held, I felt like he still should have ran the ball. But oh, that was really one
0: hundred percent. They should the have. only.
3: I mean, that was really the only true complaint. But you know what? I noticed something, bro. And I'm and I'm gonna get this. You said this since last year, bro. Have you noticed that they've been doing more under center stuff since Cooper Rush has been?
0: Oh, you just hold tight. You just hold tight. It, it's yeah, man. yeah. I noticed. I noticed they did more of that. And they they, they do, did more of a lot of things. Yeah.
3: They've been doing a lot more, and it, and it's not just when that goes under center. It's either a play action pass or some type of bootleg. And it's but I saw a couple times where Cooper Rush was just traditional drop back, and I was like, damn, I haven't seen that since Romo. What was this straight drop that five no. drop and
0: I was, nah nah bro if I he was like, under hey. center no if he was under Center a lot of the times it was play action I mean, I got a stat for you when you're done once I get to my notes they did something yeah but that they did something on Sunday that they hadn't done all year in twenty twenty one and more times than anybody on on Monday I'm sorry in week two and a lot of it came from under center but but we'll talk about
3: it. yeah but that's that's what I'm saying like but you don't you don't but a, a couple times I know I'm not tripping I saw just traditional drop back. But you notice how that the NFL has went away from that? When guys go under center most of the time, it's play action. They're looking for the deep o- the deep over route.
0: And it was a lot a of that. Post. It, it, was a, and, it was a lot of under center, max protect, play action, two, man, two guys out on the route. And the difference this week as opposed to week one is you knew the New York Giants weren't going to play a whole lot of zone. So when you got two guys out on the route, it was usually two against four. Which if you think about the numbers, that's like five to seven when we were complaining about the cool. zone defense. But but yeah, go ahead.
3: Yeah, but you and it and it just show, it just shows that Kelkin Moore, he has to keep figuring out ways to get that running game going week in and week out to get these guys out of that zone because you'll give your wide receivers more more man looks. And with Dak, I think he's less hesitant with the man looks. Than he is with the zone. When when he when he's playing zone, he's clutching it, and it goes back to what you said last year. Decision making. Decision making is not always throwing the ball in the wrong area. It's about just letting the damn ball go because you're choosing not to, and you're taking a big play. Um, you know you're you're not you're not going after that play that big play. It says if he's open, throw the ball. That's decision making, and you was harping on that last year, man. So kudos to you I ain't gonna take too much time but like I said man I wanted to call in and, and make sure I did that but your boy that just got off the phone was funny <laughs> when he was talking about a, a dumper I was like damn who does he want T.J. Duckett I think he I, T. I T. think he would Br- I remember T.J.
0: remember D was a DVD Dunn, Vic and man, Duckett
3: yeah, him and uh, Ward Dunn. He went to yeah. Michigan State. And that's who I was like, damn, is that who he's thinking the Cowboys got from Atlanta?
0: I, I mean, if that, I could be wrong, but I don't think the brother is 240, 250 type of dude. I mean, he said he run hard, but but then my counter is, well, Zeke is your, your run hard yeah. guy, too. But. Yeah, this is not
3: 2002. You don't need that type of dumper. Zeke is doing just you got that yep. already and I'm just glad to see Tony Pollard get 15 carries. And you know what? He looked good too,
0: didn't he? Man, listen, he they keep good splitting good. those, yeah. keep splitting those rushes, man. I, th- I think it'll, it'll help and, and, and do it in a timely fashion too. Don't get too cute. Um, keep it simple, stupid, but creatively.
3: Yep. And that's what vach was talking about a couple weeks. You don't always got to, you know, try to find a way to give Tony Pollard a reverse. Just keep, keep it simple because his speed is going to make the play what more than what it is if it's a simple what do you say a basic ass toss <laughs> let it be a basic ass toss and let everybody get the hell out the way and he'll and he'll do his thing 100. you know and, and 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 that's what I've been seeing man but I'm going to hop off man and uh I'll tap in with you probably uh Friday uh before the before the game man
0: All right, bro. appreciate you <laughs> My oh, G, man.
3: man. Love everything you're doing, bro. Continue. Continue you. all that. Everything you're doing, my G.
0: Thank you, fam. We're going to try to remain great, man. We're going to try to remain great. We got some more call here, but we'll get to you guys after we jump into this film room. So just hold on. Hold tight. Hold tight. Let's get to some of those notes. Uh, great segue from what B was talking about. Let's get some of these notes. Uh, before we jump into um, the one stat that I think could potentially show a shift, can we, can we clap it up for the O-line? Can we clap it up for the O-line? I thought the pass protection was amazing. Uh, we briefly touched on this yesterday. They didn't sack him uh, yesterday. They barely touched him. And the only time I think I saw pressure was when they sent an extra defender. Or they did some old funky stuff up there that, you know, we had to slide our protection one way because of the way it looked, but it was really only four rushers. So And you'll see in the film. So it was a guy got free. But they won V1. They weren't beating the Dallas Cowboys, tackles, guards, whatever. Dexter Lawrence is the problem up front. But from a pass rushing standpoint, they really weren't beating our guys at all. And that's with o- Aziz Ojalari coming back, with Kayvon Thibodeau that they talked up about, Kayvon Thibodeau coming back. So clap it up for the offensive line. I think they did a fantastic job. Another thing that I noticed just a couple general points overall the tempo. How many of you guys remember um, when I came on here in the summer? And I said, I don't really know what to call this. I don't, I, I don't know if I'm the only one noticing this, but there is a different tempo to how they're doing things offensively. It wasn't your traditional hurry up offense. You know, we we talk about hurry up on the ball and things like that. It wasn't that. It wasn't a four-minute offense. It is it, kind of a mix of a, a a muddle huddle where it's, hey, here's the here's the call. It's one or two words, on the ball, snap it. I'll show examples of that. But it caught the Giants off guard multiple times. And there were big play opportunities within those calls. And they did get big plays um, on them with that. So I don't know if they're going to break this out every game. Because then teams will look at it as a, a tendency and, and prepare for it. But I remember one year, I, I want to say it was the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers was doing this. Or might have been the Rams that were doing this. And I was like, huh. This is this is a different style of tempo that I'm used to seeing. And it was catching people off guard. And you'll see a couple plays of that. And then finally, the one stat that I think has the potential, no matter who the hell was under center, to help moving forward was the play action. I, I said this on, on Monday when it was just a raw. I didn't, I didn't watch the film again. I didn't, I didn't watch the game again. I said, man, it. It felt like Kellen Moore did more play action in this game than the first two games. Not only was it more play action than the first two games combined, it was the second highest frequency rate in Week Three, and higher than any Dallas Cowboys game in twenty twenty one. Eleven for fifteen, we ran play action five times a week. One six times, I believe, maybe not. Might have been six times in Week Two. But 11 for 15, 158 yards, and almost half, half of Cooper Rush's dropbacks were play action. I know people in the chat. I know callers. I know myself have been calling for, you know, getting under center or not even just being under center, but getting some at snap motion with some play action. You got some of that. Getting some apps at snap motion with runs behind it. You got some of that. And then playing off of that with some action. You got some of that. This is something to build on. Because one thing you're going to notice is that the threat of play action (laughs) is a problem too. That's the beauty of it. Yes, the, the play action in itself is supposed to say, hey, we might be running here, so come up. But when you do it enough, if you're successful out of it enough, linebackers now have to basically guess and sometimes they say ah this looks like this might be a play action and they don't come forward and that'll open up a lane and you'll get a gash play and let's not let's not pretend like this doesn't help everybody on this team last year Dak under play action completed 71 percent of his passes for 13 touchdowns and two interceptions for whatever reason we we never had a game of this of this rate in regards to play action. Now maybe it's 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 uh you know week to week maybe it's the the defense you faced. But I think this is something that the Dallas Cowboys need to build off of. And I think that's why you saw Mike McCarthy talk about, "Hey, we got to feature Tony Pollard. We got to feature Ezekiel Elliott because you can build off that." So that's that's that is the Cowboys winning formula uh here is to Make them think one thing. And if they think it, oh well, if you're if it's working, continue to do it. And then build off that play action, any type of action, orbit, uh, jet sweep, all that stuff. You'll see. You'll see. All right. Hey, Aaron said one of those picks was directly to Washington linebacker. I remember that play. Uh, that that was so annoying. He came out of it and he had, I think it was Schultz. Yeah, showed right in front of him. He held it, trying to catch somebody coming back. CD Lamb, and yeah, that was a pick. But thirteen touchdowns, two picks is a is, a, is a... run it more, man. Run it more. Shaq said that was a Vikings problem. We relied on too heavily on the act. Man, y'all action is dope though. Y'all act like there's there, y'all action. There was a play in this game. I don't even think I have it in my in my. It's so crazy. It's so crazy having a, a Vikings fan in here. There was a play in this game. It might even have been in the Bengals game where I'm like, low-key, this action where it's designed, Cooper, or Kirk Cousins roll all the way out this way, right? Obviously, the defense is going to come back this way. The receiver sells it on the same side of the field and then breaks off on the complete opposite where there's nothing but room. And he just throws it across his body wide open for a big play. I've seen that happen so many times. And I'm like, something maybe you can build off of here, but... Hey man, I don't mind I don't mind I don't mind the action at all. I, I invite 10 to 15 play action designs in this offense. I do. Hey hey, all right. Yeah. Yeah, bro, you going now. Now you on some weird. <sighs> we're not going to let these peasants, these weirdos These corny little men that you are, Deron Lewis. Yeah, I'm going to call you out. You're a corny man, a keyboard warrior. Yeah. Go crawl back into your mama's basement. I'm not even going to give you a coloring book. We're not going to do that. That's not what we're going to do. Wow. Nah, I'm not going to get it. I'm not gonna let this man do that. You know what I'm saying he's one of these keyboard warrior weirdos, man. One of these keyboard warrior weirdos. Hey, you know what? You know what? You know what this man Duran is probably. He probably suffering from erectile dysfunction, guys. So let's talk about what erectile dysfunction does to the mental. It can hurt you mentally. It can. It can take your self-esteem and impact your most important relationships. And that is with yourself. That is with yourself. So, De'Ron, take a free online assessment that you can share with your doctor. Click on the ad, De'Ron, okay? There's permanent satisfaction solutions to treat your ED situation. There is. Click the ad. Visit edcure.org. Sponsored by Boston Scientific. I'm here to help. You're listening to A to Z Sports.
1: Do it live! At some point, hoping to broadcast In front of the millions
2: Of Cowboys fans to bring you the real. But for now, strap up and Reach for
0: the sky! Here's your host, Skywalker <laughs> Steel. I'm Skywalker, I'm here to
3: rescue you. We'll do
0: it live. I'm here to rescue you, man. Yo, you got to admit, the segues are hilarious. That might be an all-timer. Oh, he gone, Trey. No, 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 no. He gone. One thing we're not going to do is keep that around. If you missed that, that was complete, pure disrespect. I don't, I don't, I don't, we don't take that. We don't do that. We, we, we don't do that one. He done, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why they do it, man. Well, I don't know what I do to these people. They' strange. They' strange. King Element, that was a W transition. Yo, that might be top three transitions of all time here on this show. Love it. All right, y'all. Y'all ready for this? Let's get into this goddamn film. Room. We can't allow weirdos to do that. Uh oh, freeze up. Now nah, we good. I love this chat. <laughs> and let me tell you something right now. Nah, I'm just playing. We ain't gonna do that no more. Let's get back to this actual Cowboys content and talk about these wonderful things that we saw here <laughs> in this game. All right, man, we jumping into this film room right out the gate, right out the gate. We saw the Cowboys work some of this orbit motion, some of this misdirection that got things going. And as you see at the bottom here, you'll see 73 is a truck. You'll you'll notice this from 73 and 78 a lot, man. 21 personnel, TP in the motion, right out the gate, big play. And just take a look at you. You know dang on well. 22 is like, come on. Come on, man. Right out the gate. Now, I want y'all to to keep that in mind. Because that play, I think, set up everything else out of that kind of orbit 21 personnel look the rest of the game. And you heard Kellen Moore talk about that. Right? Hey, man, we were setting them up all game. And then they had the holding penalty that they didn't call on Noah Brown. But here's some of that tempo I talked about. Look at the play clock here. 31 seconds on the play clock. It catches the defense off balance, and this is was, was in the red zone. There was an opportunity here, and what I mean by off balance, look at this. Referee is still going backwards. Defense is not nearly set, not even close. And you're going to get a fake screen. Off of a play action, to be honest with you, but you're going to get this fake screen right here from C.D. Lamb. It's going to create that window for Noah Brown, and here's why I said touchdown to 88. Yes, th- there is that. Is, that is six for 88, but we got the first down here. Um, unfortunately, we didn't convert in the red zone. But again, this is a fantastic call. This is a fantastic call. Can't be mad at it. And this is one of those plays where you get the numbers. I think this is where, I don't know if this was a, a check with me, play with Cooper Rush. But shout out to Noah Brown doing what Noah Brown has done for five years. He's like, hey, I'm cool with the smoke here. If I don't get 100 yards, if I don't get 60 yards, whatever, I'm cool with the smoke blocking. This is what he does best. And I think teams understand that tendency. So they see, hey, we got the strong side here with the tight end. We got the blocking wide receiver in. So we're going to play to that right side, correct? Nope. You got the numbers here. One, two, three. One, two, three. We just need 71. Jason Peters on his first play at left guard for the Dallas Cowboys. Just seal off your man here. And he does that perfectly and it's off to the races i think this is actually a very heady play the linebacker is trying to set him up the linebacker wants him to overcommit here so he can shoot that gap jason peters notices that gets around quick enough and if tp gets to alley it's a wrap and just look at your boy 73 look, look at tyler smith man god dang going house all right let's get to this next one we got a lot of them Great team blocking. Doesn't work without 88-73 truck. Zeke. This is a play where I should have put 87, too. Jake Ferguson, I thought, blocked fantastically uh, in this game. And you'll get 88 and you'll get 87. This doesn't work without them on a down block. We'll let this play run until we get to. (laughs) This was a play that was going viral on Twitter. Again. How many DBs we got in the chat here? Back in the day, you used to be able to cut these dudes off. This is just unfair, man. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Fall down. Get back up. I want more smoke. Tyler Smith, man. But take a look at 87 and C.D. Lamb. This doesn't work without these guys on their down blocks, their crack blocks. And then you get your man, Tyler Smith, out here. Another truck. He's just a Mack truck. And it becomes <laughs> 24. I don't mean to laugh. Trying to be serious, but geez, it ain't fair. Oh, there's that tempo again I talked about. There's that tempo again. 30 seconds on the play clock. The defense is not set. Play action, big play hitter because the defense was not set. And just watch the pass rush. This was the CD Lamb drop. These guys are still trying to figure things out at the snap. No one is set. Hey, who, who you got over here? Who you got? Over here. What am I supposed to do? Over here. Look Look at the defensive line. This is what happens when you run that get up on the ball and snap it type of tempo. And just watch. Bro. Bruh. What kind of pass rush is this? What does that do? He's not set. He doesn't know what to do. He has, He's pushing this uh, number 33, I think this is, off of his spot. CD Land breaks in. Why the hell? You got to catch that CD. You got to catch that. But again, this is more so in the design. This is more so in the protection. I mean, this is just craziness. Don't focus too much on the drop. Just focus on the design. Focus on the tempo. Beautiful throw. (laughs) Hold on, look, look, look. CD put his hands up like... Man, come on, man! How you? Dro- yeah, how did you drop that? Anyway, moving on. More at snap motion with our guy Cavante Turpin. Who uh, the caller did ask about Turpin? At this point, at some point, they're going to give him a jet motion sweep. They did in week two, but I think he deserves a little bit more. Uh, the linebacker hesitates a little bit. Play action is in their heads. You'll see what I mean on the other angle, and they get gashed. Let's take a look. Easy. This is what I mean by the play action can get in their heads. First of all, he's going to hesitate a little bit here. He's looking, I think this is Crowder. He's looking at this at snap motion, fake jet sweep situation. This is why play action can screw you up as a defender. He should be firing down here, but he can't because he knows that play action is in his head. Same thing here. He thinks it might be a play action. So instead of firing down here, he's kind of hesitant. Now you got 87. I believe Jake Ferguson, like, I mean, I could just pick anybody to block. Probably could have came here and been a bigger play, but nonetheless, he still did his job, sealed it off a bit enough to get a couple extra yards, and they get gashed. This is what happens when you execute on the ground, when you execute and play-action faction. There's another play, free rusher, quick read. Great design on this blitz. The reason why I talk about the cornerback flat-footed, because I want you to watch this one right here. A uh, big play question mark because there was a potential big play here. But I do like this design because it can beat an aggressive defense. And I think it can beat a zone style of a defense. But Cooper Rush reads it. Obviously, they're blitzing here. They send an extra man. I say great design because he's open here. He's open here. CeeDee Lamb drops his ball again. But check out the cornerback. I want to say this is Tolbert, y'all. Tolbert pushes hard off the line of scrimmage. He's flat-footed. I don't think you can be flat-footed as a DB. We got DBs in this room? Do we got DBs in this room? He's flat-footed trying to read what's happening in front of him. Good design because this keeps him flat-footed. But check out Tobert first and we'll rewind it. Not saying he's open here because he already threw it. But if you're flat-footed at this point, and if you're coming forward at this point, you're done it's it's impossible for him to to make up have that make up speed unless you Dion. I don't even know if Dion could do it to get this wide receiver going full speed out of his break, streaking down the sideline. This is a potential big play, but this was also a, a potential couple extra yards to get you in better field goal range. You got to catch this CD Lamb, but great design I think here because you got a, a three option on one side into this. It's kind of a flood into this blitz. But these are the things we talked about where, hey, man, if you see it right, you block it up right. There's going to be big plays available. Uh, CD just dropped his ball. You you can't drop the ball. Oh, this, this might be my second favorite play of the game. We, we're talking about Kellen Moore scheming guys open. Stay scheming. This play was just beautiful. This is the stuff I see other teams do that I want to do. 13 personnel unbalanced left to start. Then you're going to get. That's not Jake Ferguson. That's Hendershot. Hendershot on the motion, which then gives you the numbers advantage because of the play action. 89 sells the flat. Everybody's open here. And I want to cry. At the snap. Play action. He's coming. He's reading 89, but also has his eyes in the backfield to this play action. Let it roll a little bit. CD pushes 22 off of his spot. He's caught in a bind now. Do I turn my head and try to haul ass back here? Not going to matter. Or do I deal with Ezekiel Elliott coming out in this flat? Still caught in no man's land. Everybody's open. I mean, wide open. Wide open. If he wanted to come back, he could have came back to Jake Ferguson. This is scheming players Open Cowboys Nation. That is what it looks like. We complained for the first few weeks and all of last year. Why are we seeing other teams get completely wide to hell open? And we got to deal with a ton of contested catches. A fantastic design here, in my opinion. Starts off with the 13 unbalanced. motions, right to even it out. Now you got two on one side, two on the other side. Technically, you're going to get the numbers advantage now. One, two, three, one, two. And these guys are way back here. So you're not going to get out here uh, in enough time. And just wide open. And I want to cry. Just a great play design. A great call. Watch what the action does. He sees the action. He thinks he's not going out. I'm coming. Cooper Rush reads it. Nobody touches him. Big play for our rookie tight end. This is just another orbit motion. Misdirection holds. I think it's this backer here. It's not even a backer. This is actually the DB. And now you're going to get 78 who becomes the truck. And Terrence Steele was constantly looking for somebody to take their head off. And this dude, actually, this should have been a face mask. This should have been a face mask. Hesitation, hesitation. You get about five, four or five yards. You live with those, in my opinion. You live with those. Get Terrence Steele. Th- th- this should have been a penalty. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why he didn't call it a penalty. Uh, okay. This is, uh, hey, listen, y'all. We got to give a shout out to Tony Pollard. He actually picked up a blitz. He didn't do it in week one, but he did it in this game. And um, you're going to see, I say, quick trigger, set 87 up the seam. This will hit soon. We missed on this play in week two against the Bengals. We didn't quite get it here. I think it's coming. Whether it be with next week with Cooper or at some point with Dak, because he does like those seam routes with Dalton Schultz. This play is coming. Uh, take a look now at, we're just going to look down here at the screen. It's It's coming. This play is coming. Now he did get it out to, I want to say Noah Brown for the contested catch. It was just short of first down. But this is this is part a part of Cooper Rush's game. Getting the ball out quick. And it's not always a bad thing, but there are there are plays to be made within it. But I truly do believe that this play is coming. And it was it was there because number 20, Tony Pollard, who has struggled in picking up the blitz, he picked up the blitz. Let's take a look. That's a good blitz pickup. Now, the this is one of those situations where it's predetermined with Cooper Rush. When he determines he's going somewhere and he didn't get trapped in this game, it's going there and it's coming out quick. If he just, I'm no quarterback, but slide to the left. Slide to, slide to the left just a little bit. Let this thing finish forming. Boy, he could add a big play uh, right there. But I think it's going to hit soon. I feel it. I just feel it coming. Another one. Up tempo, Cowboys Nation. Look where the referee is. That's how you know it's up tempo. They're at the ball, ready to snap. Referee is backing up. He's looking. He's he's he just ran over here to get set. Watch this play action. Just, I mean, no one's around him. Wide open. Granted, that's a basic play action, but that's still a a, a schematic call there. Because of the up-tempo. Because you constantly were flowing with the play action. Because you were running well on the ground. Just pitch and catch. Pitch and catch. We got next. Okay. This is the last one. And this is another one I wanted to cry. My favorite play of the game. Tony Pollard comes out here. The reason why I say Orbit 20 and ID Man Zone. Because Tony Pollard comes in motion. So you can ID. What is this? Because right now I got one on one. On one. So this looks like man, but let me get Tony Pollan on this motion, see what happens. No one comes with him. All right. Now identify this means usually it's zone, but instead of him just sitting here or continuing to go, he comes back on the orbit, which is going to stress out this defense a bit because now he's trying to figure out what happens on this action. You got action here, freezes him up just a bit. Watch how CD Lamb. Sells the fake screen. Looks like I'm screening the block here. So 30 has to come up. Cooper Rush reads it. 30 doesn't come up. Pitch and catch. TP gets a lot of yards. 30 does come up. Now my next progression is, what does this guy do? Because if he notices C.D. Lamb is coming off 30, I got to bite hard. But he can't do that because that's an easy touchdown. No one around C.D. Lamb. Fan. Fantastic call. And the CD lamb just finishes. Get off. Just a, be- I don't want to cry. It's a beautiful play. This is what I mean by keep it simple, stupid with creativity. There is nothing crazy about the play about the read, but it's creativity within a simple game plan. Cowboys nation. And those were just about, I don't know, eight, nine plays or whatever it was of, Kellen Moore calling what I think was a fantastic game. What else does calling a fantastic game mean? Not just creative plays, but flow, tempo, understanding what's going, sticking to and committing with what is working. The 21 personnel attacking the edges. Simple, simple two-way calls, meaning check with me that, and shout out to uh Cooper Rush on the check with me on that third and 12. That was a check with me. That was a, all right, let's get to the line of scrimmage See what we got from a numbers situation. Hmm. Three on three over here. Ezekiel Elliott's already over here. All right, if they just do their job, boom, we should be able to get a, good, a big play. So I'm telling you, man, there was somebody that came on apparently on uh, on Vodka show and said, "Hey, Kellen didn't do anything." I, if you aren't, if if you believe that, then you have an agenda. And I understand we have our biases as fans. That's natural. But if you can say, "All right, let me remove my bias right quick. Let me remove my agenda right quick." And and take a look. There was also somebody that said, oh, nothing changed. That's false. Mike McCarthy came out week one after that game and said, yeah, we're going to have to revisit this play sheet. We have to be smarter. We have to be more committed. Came out after week two, came out after week three, even after winning and said, oh, no, 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 no. We will remain committed. We will remain committed to Zeke and TP. We will remain balanced over my dead body. We will remain balanced. So I think that continues even when Dak Prescott gets back because there seems to be a philosophical shift. Now, you can't quite state that with supreme confidence because it's one game. But I'll play devil's advocate to my statement. It's actually two games. Because in week two, they ran the ball 27 times or something like that. 25, 27 times. In week three, uh, about 30 times. So I think we're on to something, Cowboys Nation. I think we might be on to something. We'll see how well it works, man. Appreciate y'all for sticking with me. There may be some new folks in here that are like, gosh, he's spending a lot of time in the film room. This might be our longest time we spent in the film room. Uh, But this is what we do on usually on Tuesdays. Uh, But. The day after the reaction to the show, we break down. We go look at some good things to build on, uh, some good things that worked, some things that might not have worked. And I just thought there were so many great things to take away from this game. Your offensive coordinator, what have I been begging for him to do? Make it easy on your queue. Make it easy on your running backs, your tight ends, your wide receivers. They did that. Okay, now your offensive coordinator made it easy. Execute. O-line did that. Execute. Cooper Rush did that. Execute. Wide receivers, tight ends, and running backs did that. They were on the same page, man, and we have to give a major hat tip and flowers to Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, in this game. We do. All right, let's hit the phone lines. Let's get to the OG. B Bird, what's what's good, man?
6: What's up with you? How you doing this morning, brother?
0: I'm doing great, man. Uh, Had a little fun with somebody, but I'm, I'm I'm doing good nonetheless.
6: Okay. Hey, so I called. Uh, you you st- y'all stole my thunder on a couple of things. The first thing I was going to tell you is that um, we cannot, uh, like you said, you have an agenda. If you can't say that Kellen Moore, we have our issues with Kellen Moore, but the last couple of games he's done everything uh, that we've kind of asked for. You, if you continue to, what I'm trying to say is you got to put that down and just look at. You, you're overlooking uh, information and, and and things that change and you know. Thanks. And I just don't like that because we can't so we can't want to be right so much to where as we can't oh, see goodness. somebody doing something different and then and then change it, man. It's That's, annoying. With B-Bur. more information, we yeah, And this is like I see that and I'm like, come on, man. This, y- y'all y'all picking on this guy. Because yeah. the only the only issue I have with the last go on. Well,
0: what I was gonna say was if we can kind of get in our heads that hey, it's okay to have and the stand ground on an opinion, but when more data is presented. I think you should be able Correct. to to open up a little bit and say, okay, maybe maybe there might be something here, or maybe I need to look at this differently because we got more data. But if you only have certain data and you have that opinion, that's fair. But we've got two games of, of of more data and potentially maybe seeing something shift a bit here. We'll see. I'm not ready to take him. He's not off the hook just yet, but there is some type of momentum building, but go ahead.
6: Absolutely, man. And only only issue I had was, uh, I think it was a third and inches uh, in the fourth quarter. I, yeah. I wanted him to run on that. Uh, it. You know, I know the pass, They say it was uh, a holding, and that's correct. But at the end of the day, we needed the clock to run. That stopped the clock. Uh, you got you're running good, and then um, uh, so you got to run the ball there because even if you don't get it, you know what I'm saying. The clock still runs, and and, and all those things. So I think that was just a. Um, I think it was going for it, uh, going for the kill shot in that. But I think the run game would have would have been the kill shot because at that point in time, first downs are actually as good as points yeah. because you you don't even get a ball back to them. So it was just I, I, that's the only. But that's the only one. And so uh, another thing, man, I was going to ask you about is this. I love the quarterback being under the center, whether it's play action or anything. I just think that we need to pose a threat at all times of the run. And one of the things I wanted to ask you this question here, I don't think that you – I don't think play action only works when you're effective running. That is true. I think it works when you're committed to the run. And if you know a team that's committed like, no, they're going to still run the ball. I don't care if they're getting two yards here, three yards there, or whatever. they're going to still run the ball, so the play action works. D and when you're committed, when they know they can get you away from it by stopping you a few times, then the play action isn't going to work anymore because they know you're not committed to it. I just think the commitment to the run, uh, also makes play action work. What do you think about that?
0: I I, I agree with you. I, I've said this before, and actually, the statistics show it does. The correlation of play action working has nothing to do with you running successfully. This is just true. Now, does the does the percentage of it being successful expand? If you're just killing people on the ground, yeah, sure it does. But because of the natural instincts of a linebacker, I know we got some former linebackers up in here and, 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 and whatnot, your natural instinct is to come forward when you see the, uh, the quarterback put the ball in the running back's hands. Now, other things come into factor. Is it third and 12? Is it second and long? Is, yeah. is it is situations where you know, okay, is it a formation you've read, a tendency to where you do run back? But for the most part, Play action can work because all you need, depending on what you do out of that action, if it's play action and I'm sending a bunch of out routes into a zone, that, that's just not going to work if these guys are playing in a, a cover two situation and you're running quick outs or, or, or quick comeback type of situations. But if you do it right, you got some play action and right behind that linebacker, I got a a, a hole and I can get it to a Noah Brown, a CD lamb, a Saint vehicle, whomever that's simple. It's, it's not necessarily a long handoff, but it, it can help, You know, if you're if you are struggling on the ground, but I'm with you, man. Under center, more play action. It works with this team. It works with other teams that rely on the run. There's no need to revert back to so much shotgun if you're not going to run out the shotgun in a unique way. There's just no need to do it. You got two weeks of success against two solid defenses. Let's not get that twisted. You know, the Giants is more X's and O's and Jimmy's and Joe's. But that's not some some punk defense. And and neither is the uh, Cincinnati Bengals.
6: So one thing I, I would say, I, I think our formula has always been, um, hey, let's start this run game. Let's establish that, that we're going to run the ball. Let's run effectively. Okay, now what they're going to do is they're going to bring people in the box. Now we have man-to-man. Mm. Uh, in the, you know, when we stick it in the stomach and pull it out. I think that's been our uh, our, our formula that's been successful for us. We, You know, we run the ball, run the clock. We do a lot of things, but also that makes our wide receiver group, which is um, uh, not as good as it was last year, have to go against man, which makes those guys better. Um, I just want you – know, that, that is our formula right there, and I just, I just hope that we continue to do that, man, because I think that's going to, uh, you know, take us a long way. But one thing I was going to add is uh, I said this last week, and I want you all to continue to think about this. Okay. We have to stay out of penalties on offense because oh, yeah. that really kills a, a team that wants to run the ball like we do. That puts us in, in, in obvious uh, passing situations, which doesn't bode well for us. I want the defense to – I want it to be second and four you know, second and five or, you know, third and two. To why the defense don't know, hey, they're going to run the ball, they're going to throw the ball. Keep them guessing. But when we in third and 18, third and 12s or whatever, there's no guessing, you know what I'm saying? That's when they flood the zone. That doesn't, you know, uh, that doesn't bode well for us. I think that, man, we got to stay on schedule yeah. with this offense. When you got an offense like this, we're not, uh, you know, the Rams or anybody like that, that dollar plays for 25 yards. Hey, we're going to matriculate ourselves down the field and we cannot have holding calls, and and we can't have false start calls and things like that. We got to minimize those. They're going to happen in the game, but it really affects us more than it affects some of these more Kansas City-type teams, man. Could you speak on that, and I'm going to go and get off and continue listening, man. I appreciate the call, brother.
0: Thank you, as always, B-Bert. I appreciate you. All right. Uh, Now let's go back here. Um, Yeah. If you go and listen to Kellen Moore, he actually talked about that specifically. He said, you know, yeah, we got to stay out of these second and longs and these first and longs and whatnot and stay on on uh, on par on track for what we want to do. And he even mentioned getting into third and short situations, which I think going into week one, I I was talking about, hey, if we got to get the third and two, third and three, third and four, I will live with that rather than third and eight, third, nine, third and ten. And that's you don't want to get there. I think it was um, Peyton Manning who said, I'd just rather not be in third down anyway, you know. But if we're going to get to third down, we want it to be third manageable. And Kellen specifically talked about some of those penalties that, that back you up in an offense that, like you said, the, we want to kind of hate to use the term nickel and dime down the field, but we want to matriculate down the field. This, As of week three, is not a big play offense. So I want to say the Cowboys are towards the bottom of the league in big plays through three weeks on offense. And, and it is what it is. We're still trying to find ourselves and we are a running team. So, yeah, you can't put yourself behind the sticks. You, you just can't do it. Um, now, Michael Gallup will be back soon. You know, you get Dak back a little bit soon. You're figuring out a formula here. There was a point in time, I think it was last year, and in 2019, to be honest with you, Dallas was put in those weird third and long, second and long situations. The game that comes to mind is the Vikings game, Shaq. How many times did we see Dak in third and long, and he got us out of it? I don't think you want that to be the case anymore uh with this team because you had the weapons then to do so. We're still trying to figure out who our weapons are from a passing game standpoint uh right now. We know we know CD Lamb is that that wide receiver one-like talent dude. We just got to get him going. We know Noah Brown is proven to be a a glue guy as a wide receiver four or five, and now he's stepping up to be wide receiver two and still doing glue things. But once you get Gallup back, he's going to return to being your wide receiver three. But he's not a guy that you're like, hey, this dude's going to make a ton of big plays for us downfield or anything like that. More of a possession guy, more of a glue guy. So you don't got those Mark Cooper weapons. Said Wilson, for as much as... He was kind of an afterthought. I mean, he had a ton of big plays for the Cowboys his last two years, uh, two or three years in Dallas. I remember the game against the the the, um, the game against Minnesota, the game against Seattle a few years ago, the Raiders. Like he's had some big plays. I don't necessarily think we have that yet, or we ain't using them. And and Kevonte Turpin, that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, you can't get behind the sticks until you figure out what you can be from an explosive standpoint. If you understand you can't be explosive that way, well, there's another way to be explosive. Play action. Misdirection. Go look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo's not... Jimmy Garoppolo, right? He's not good. He's not that good to me. I, he's at best an average quarterback. But if you go look at all the analytics and even some of the volume stats, he was the best quarterback last year out of play action and they had a ton of big plays out of it because of their commitment to run and not only their commitment to run but the commitment to show you run and do something off of it jimmy ain't nothing special but he led the league in that statistical category because of the way they schemed it up and that's why today i wanted to point out if this man right here continues to scheme it up like he did on monday this offense while it may not be the offensive last year it can be more than good enough to get you to where you want to go, but there's a lot that needs to go, that needs to happen between now and then. All right, three, one, two. What it, what it is? What do, hold on, three, one, two. Before, before that, shout out to my, shout out to my, hold on, shout out to my guy, authentic, for jumping back in here today. Uh, after that, after that loss, uh, salute to you, sir. I appreciate you in here, rocking, man. Because there's some folks who wouldn't come back and own up to that loss right there, man. So appreciate you, though. But go ahead, 312.
7: Oh, man, Brother still, this is Brother Rex down here in Brazil, man. I just want to say, good job, Cowboys. Uh, great win. Everything we talked about the last week's pass out, or coming to, as we say in, in Brazil, coming to fruition, you know, I've been preaching and talking about proper use of your talent. And it looked like Kevin Morris beginning to evolve from a play caller to a game plan executioner. Mm. And that's going to bode well for the Cowboys going future. Because if you see, we're putting our talent in position to be successful. And so uh, Mike McCarthy's input's in there. You know, why don't we use poor play action? It's not rocket science. Back was very good in play action. His team's very good in play action. Misdirection plays. It looks like old Kevin Moore uh, summoned up his inner Sean McVay. because. The Rams aren't the most explosive team in the NFL last year, but Cooper Cup, they put him in positions to be successful, put him against linebackers and things like that. And he made plays, yeah. extended plays, and had a lot of rack plays. So this team's got the talent, man. Yeah, more plays under center, more plays, more play action, you know. We go away from it, and I pray we don't do that when Dak gets back because this team is not, like you said, the same team it was last year. No. And if we stick with this course, running the football with Zeke and Tony Pollard, uh, continue to play action, under the center work, misdirection. And the big thing you mentioned was the tempo, man, game tempo. Somebody watched some game film. If you watch the Giants' first two games, they do a lot of personnel changes on defense. You can catch them off balance. You catch a defense off balance. You run. You, you get a quick play in there. Like you said, 30 seconds on the clock, snap the ball. Things like that, man, can change the tone of a game. Indeed. And it helps out when your offensive line is sort of struggling for those guys to get those big pops on the run. Look at the, look at the rookie down there blocking physique, 10, 12 yards, looking like a young Larry Adam Allen, 10, 12 yards down the field, man. If if Kevin continues to evolve and continue to game plan like he's doing now, this team can go a long way, man. We've got the talent. We just never had proper use of the talent on offense the way it's been on defense, man. So I'll leave it at that. I just want to say blessings, young fella. You're always doing a great job. Great Thanks, film see. breakdown. We love you down here in Brazil, man. We've been watching you. We watch you every I make the whole team watch you. I say it's oh, mandatory wow. to watch. I make, I'm the boss. So but, I got my, my guys are learning how to do a, a podcast. So you're one of the people that we actually watch Wow. Uh, to get some pointers from. So we got to bring you down here, man, because we owe you a lot. So when we get kicked off, you put that on your agenda. You tell your wife or your girlfriend, i got to go to Brazil to do a special engagement show. Wow. We're gonna bring you down here on me. I promise you that, man. So let's go, Cowboys. Great show. Hey, get off Kevin Moore's back, guys. He's, he's evolving. People forget he's he's what is he thirty years old?
0: He old he's older than that, so, but, but yeah.
7: yeah. He's gotta evolve as a coordinator. You yeah. know, calling plays is one thing. Game planning to win is another thing, and game planning your talent to be successful. And I see that and I've seen that evolution in the last two games. So once again, thanks for the time, man. Blessings, all Cowboys fans. It's raining here in Rio, so it's a it's a cold, what, seventy three degrees here. So we're putting on parkas down here in
0: combat. <laughs> well, y'all stay dry, man. And I appreciate that. Man. All right, uh, have a blessed day, uh, thank man. You, thank you. That's heavy. You know, I just had a conversation with uh, with Vach last night. We were talking something similar about that, but man, that's that's heavy, dog. I appreciate the kind words. Brazil, huh? Hey Michelle. She handles all the all the flight stuff. I'm I'm terrible at that. Brazil. Let's see what happens. Um couple of donations real quick before we get back to the chat. Wrong button. Super chat. Lemitra said, beat it. Darren or Deron, whoever this loser was. What a weirdo. Uh, super chat. My guy, L appreciate your $2 donation. He says to authentic authentic for joining this thing of ours. I think that's so dope. And I think it was like last year when I stumbled across their podcast, I was like, Oh man, he sounds my man. My man, Marcus said, you speak with logic, right? I was like, man, that's kind of what I tried to do, even though I have my own, you know, team biases. And that's why I could listen to those guys speak because, they're very logical dudes. And it's entertaining. And damn entertainment. Whew. Get the cash out, bro. Uh, damn entertainment. Appreciate you. Super chat. $50 on a super chat. It says, in rush, we trust. Don't panic. Hashtag don't panic. Hashtag beat the commies. Hashtag how about them cowboys? Oh, this is fantastic. I was waiting to use this drop. In rush, we trust. What a rush. Facts. Man, listen, if y'all want to contribute without having to worry about YouTube eating up 30% of your contributions, you can, man. Hit the cash app. Money sign, chill, Will 1026. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Cowboys everywhere. Brazil, we got Portugal. You know, we always kind of. Do our check mark right? We had Germany, Brazil, Portugal, the Bahamas. Our guy from the Bahamas called in with a fire, absolute fire of a of a call. Uh, what else we got? I think Australia, mate. That was another one. I'm pretty sure we had somebody call from London, from the UK. Everywhere, man. Russia. We were wide, 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 wide. All right, let's get to 561. What it is, what it do.
1: What's up, guys? It's A.A. Ron from South Florida.
0: A. Ron, do me a favor, man. Uh, I don't know if you got me on speaker, but it sounded like you underwater.
1: Hang on one second. All right. How about now?
0: I got you, A.A. Ron from South Florida.
1: Yeah, man, things are crazy down here. Anyway, um... So, yeah, the, with the thing with Kellen Moore, this is the best thing that could happen. I mean, a lot of people were calling for Mike McCarthy to end up calling his offense. But we we don't want his offense. His offense is West Coast. It's all about you beating your man. He is way less creative than Kellen Moore. So, like, to see this happen, this makes me so happy because Kellen Moore is actually creative. Like, he, he does, does certain things. Yeah. My big thing was after week one, he wasn't scheming up anything to attack the middle of the field. Oh gosh, no! And was running a bunch of mirrored routes. And then this is completely different. So I don't know what changed, but I mean, I don't know. It's a relief to all of us watching. Completely different, you know, routes and concepts. So I mean, like to see someone change that quickly, pretty awesome, right? I mean,
0: I think to what bite,
1: bite your pride a little bit.
0: I think what changed was Mike. That, I th- I think Mike, yeah. I think Mike just decided to put his foot on, on Kellen's neck in a in a respectful way. I mean, just go listen. If we, if you go back, and that might be the turning point of this season, if you go back and listen to Mike McCarthy after week one, he, he pretty much had enough of it in a respectful way. I keep saying that because I don't think he caused any controversy. I just think he did what a head coach does. Hey man, listen, all right. I I let my guy have as much rope as I could possibly give him, but I ain't gonna let that rope be what hangs me as an off as a um, head coach for the Dallas Cowboys so now I'm going to put my you know my foot down now should he have done that last year probably uh but he didn't let it get to that point this year so I, I personally think it's Mike and sometimes you need that guidance I, I don't want to stir yeah. anything up aaron, but when Mike McCarthy was told that Kellen was his guy I'm pretty sure there was a part of Mike that said all right man then do your thing then what do you need me for? Keep keep doing what you do. I'll, I'll monitor everybody's heart rate. You know, I'll monitor how many snaps somebody gets in practice or in preseason, you know. I'll walk around, be a walk-around head coach. But then after they lost the way they lost, I think Mike said, hmm, seat's a bit hot. You know, if I ain't going to call plays, then Mike, they got to do something else. Mike's growing on me, though. I
1: mean, he called him out. And then after Kellen called a beautiful game, he also gave him recognition afterwards. Yep. That's too. what
0: you do. Like, that's I mean, what as a leader. That's it, what you do. Of,
1: right. He's growing on me. I think he. I think he has control of like the locker room and the guy. Like I think they believe in Mike McCarthy, which is crazy because I don't. i never liked Mike McCarthy. Let me tell you. And I definitely don't like him calling plays. Was Was it but, ever like, a question? Was it
0: ever a question for you that Mike McCarthy didn't have this locker room?
1: No, never. Okay. That's one thing.
0: Because in, in 2020, never. his very first year in Dallas, there was a question. People were coming out telling Jane Slater, you know, Jane, I, I love Jane. Jane loved to run with some mess, you know. She, she loved to get a little messy. So people were <laughs> going to Jane Slater about, yeah, you know, people in the locker room don't trust these coaches. Like, Whoa, why is that coming out? So in that year, I, had, I ended up getting a couple Cowboys players on the show, um, and I talked to one, I'm not going to use names, but I talked to one of the players, and I said, hey, you know, off the record. They've been talking about all this, this this Mike McCarthy situation. Are you guys kind of feeling a little, hey, man, I don't know if he's our dude. He said, absolutely not. We love Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy is one of the best player coaches I've ever been around. So then I asked Two different players. What about Mike Nolan? (laughs) They said, basically. (laughs) So it didn't have anything to do with Mike McCarthy. They love Mike in that locker room. I don't think that's ever going to be the case. I don't think that's what's going to get him fired. I think it'll be results.
1: Well, one last thing. I don't know if you saw it. I missed the the tape breakdown because we're doing uh, hurricane preparedness stuff down here. So I'm in and out from the show. Oh yeah, you be safe, see, man. Uh, I didn't they, really Yeah,
0: I forgot you down there. Yeah, you be we'll safe, be, bro. We'll
1: be fine. We'll be fine on the East Coast. We just had tornado warnings all last night, but anyway, they ran. Um, they ran Turpin on a slot fade. I don't know if you you saw it. Cooper Rush ended up going underneath to like a short slant, but they ran Turpin on a slot fade. I'm I'm ready to see that again.
0: Are you talking about when they we were backed up into our in inside our twenty?
1: Yeah, I think it was, oh, it was on our side of the field. Brother, I wanted. They ran it,
0: br- and, oh, bro, woo. I was going to highlight the play, but I said, you know what? I don't, I don't think Cooper was going to go there anyway. But I know exactly what right. you're talking about. Um, there was yep, a blitz. The, the
1: out- yeah, there yep, was. A- Wyatt, wide receiver one ran a um, he ran a quick hitch, and then Turpin ran over top of him, ran the slot field he, over top of him, and, and he would have went.
0: He would have won for like gone. eighty.
1: <laughs> yep, it was a touchdown. Oh uh, yeah, to do this, um, he made yeah. a good read, but it was a touchdown. So anyway, but, I'm gonna get off here and
0: listen, you guys. All right, man. Appreciate it's you. Real man. Bad
1: again. All right.
0: Yes, yep, stay safe. You as well. I know the play exactly. The play he's talking about. I, I just didn't elect to put it in there, but I think it was he went to the tight end. I think it was a tight end. Um, it was. You can tell there are multiple reads or multiple plays to go to within this wink martindale defense. It was hot, right? Obviously there were hot reads. And that was the hot. You, you saw Cooper Rush and you saw I want to say Jake Ferguson or whoever it was Hendershot read that. I think it was Hendershot or Ferguson. The tight end goes out, runs about three yards, turns around and catches it. Oh but boy. Right next to him Turpin is hauling ass down the field and the the safety, the corner had no shot. He had no shot if he just Throws it out there, but I'll tell you this: we talked about Cooper Rush staying within himself. while he had a beautiful throw to C.D. Lamb, wide open with nobody around him. One of the things that I think he understands, and we all can can admit to here, is he doesn't have the strongest arm. So I feel like if he's going to get it out there, he needs to be it needs to be form, Right? One, two, three, four, five back foot step no pressure in front of me get that thing out there 50 60 yards down the field on a rope he had a he had one good throw or uh, two of those rope throws down the field one was to cd lamb great coverage might have been a bit of a pass interference but the ball wasn't out in front of cd it was kind of on the back shoulder which in any don't got always put in 88s but that gave the defender a chance to knock the ball away and the other one was um tobert Tober was streaking down the field. Again, not a bad throw, right? Not a bad throw at all, but just a little bit out of reach. Tober short arm We don't know where we've seen Dak. One of the things he's done since his rookie year, second year, third year, is he's become one of the better deep ball throwers. I mean, just absolute dots, deep ball. So I think when that comes back, and when he does come back, I think we'll see that deep ball connect a little bit more. And I'm talking about where it's tight coverage, not a not a wide open one, because CeeDee Lamb should have caught a deep ball. But I think you'll see those come back a little bit here. Um, but, yeah, that Turpin play was interesting. I just didn't include it. Ah, I was going to get to you, Nacho. JT says, "Sky man, Cooper's looking at two reads and going. Yeah, and, and again, that's staying within himself, right, uh, JT? That's he, – he, he is – who he is and he understands that I want to get the ball out quick I can get the ball out quick and, and decisive and if it's in front of me I can get it there accurately as well if if you give me room one on one if I know if I come off this read and it's one on one on the outside I can get it out there right as my uh, corner or cornerback wide receivers turn around and we can get a you know, six seven yard hitch gain or 15 yards or maybe give you an opportunity to get up the field I think his short game is really damn good And he's confident in what he sees. And they could not, they could not find an answer. Authentic, maybe you broke this down a little bit more. But Wink just couldn't find an answer. I thought Kellen Moore ran circles around Wink with the tempo, with the runs, the designs. They just couldn't get a hold of it. And I I think if we can say that week in, week out, hey man, they couldn't find out what Kellen Moore was doing. Now we can start bringing back the term bag. Is Kellen getting in his bag? Almost brought back the drive of the games. I don't know if you guys were here last year for the drive of the games. Um, a bit time consuming to put together, but I always have fun doing it. I might bring that back. I should have did it in this game because that that drive of the game where eh, C.D. Lamb with the one hand on the outside was beautiful. All right, let's jump back to the chat. We are making good time. We about to hit overtime here to end this thing. I'll leave the lines open for about two more minutes. Three five one nine 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 three seven. 87 if you do want to call in if you want to say hey, i'll talk to you on twitter afterwards you can look down right chill dfw turf ticker the number one artificial turf in the dfw area you'll see my uh twitter handle at skywalker steel scrolling along there man paul said lamb couldn't believe how open he was probably like man i ain't used to <laughs> i ain't used to this but let's 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 not forget when we did our, our film breakdown last week, there were people running that wide open in that zone, too. And I thought that was, oh, maybe we might be on to something in the zone. But you weren't going to see that many zone looks. Um, you weren't going to see that many zone looks against Wink. Oscar said, is, is Gallup playing next week? I think so. I think he just needed an extra week. I I hope so, at least. I would love for this to be the game to get his feet wet because... I don't care if it's Dak. I don't care if it's Cooper Rush. We need all hands on deck against the Rams. Good team. Hi right, Nacho, send us out, man.
8: My man, Sky. Uh, and my question for you is uh, do, do you think that this happening after week one causing Jerry Jones to be on top of the coaching staff, the philosophy slightly changing, kind of simplifying the game plan more offensively and in a sense kind of forcing us to get back to finding some type of a philosophical identity of, of running the football, simplifying the play calling and allowing our defense to finish games. Do you think this is something that we can carry, carry on and be consistent?
0: I mean, I I, I do think it's something you can pack up and do, but I think right now the word we might need to look at is discipline and not discipline within the team, like the players, like they need to be disciplined, but within Kellen, like right? Can Kellen be disciplined enough to stick with what is working? Cause that's always been the issue. I've said it many times. He's not dumb. You know, he know he knows the game of football, but I think he tries to get too cute and live vicariously through these quarterbacks to throw the ball all over the damn field. And and some games that might be what you need to do, but in, in other games it's not. In most games, you need to stay balanced. So it's going to be a matter of I think of Kellen Moore remaining disciplined because for this team, being balanced works.
8: Now, lastly, let me ask you this question, which has been the media show the the, the debate between the Dak haters and the and, and the et cetera. And you you know where I'm going with this. Do you do you feel that that after week one for for um, for Cooper Rush, that Kellen Moore kind of uh,
1: and,
8: and and McCarthy both kind of obviously sat down together, simplified the reads and not make things as complicated as it was when when, when Dak was in there. Um, do you feel so. that? Uh, do you feel that if and when Dak comes back, which of course it's causing a thing of you know, uh, Rush is doing a great job. He's Hey, we're two and one, and he's going to be right a hot hand up to the point where Dak is ready to come back. And of course, it's always going to cause a debate.
0: What's if your question? What's back, your What's What's up? your question? Because you, you kind of my you, question. I yeah, guess. Yeah. What's get, your question?
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I sometimes I get too.
0: I know. You, know, I talk, you, you, you had a question. Then you went right past it. So what's the question, man?
8: So the question would be: Is this? Um. Yeah. Bottom line is, is 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 are 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 you even thinking that my thing is Dak Prescott? The ceiling of Dak Prescott is a lot higher Bro. and can take us further than Rush. Or are we saying is Rush a possibility down the road as a guy that can come in and maybe the offense fits him a little bit different? What do you think,
0: brother? Are I, we going
8: to have a quarterback controversy?
0: Is that your question? Are we going to have a quarterback controversy? Yes. I was about to Jesus Christ. Um, no. no the cor- it's
1: ridiculous. It's, it's
8: ridiculous. I, I know. I know. I'm. I'm. A no, Dak it ain't about guy, being ridiculous.
0: Just I, I just wait for you to ask ask me a question. You, you kind of was all over the place. Is there a quarterback controversy? No. Let me tell you when there will be. If it if this happens, Dak is going to come back. Dak is going to be your quarterback. If he fails for two, three, four games, right? The offense looks terrible. It looks like Week One, which I don't see that happening. But if that happens, right? Then there's a quarterback controversy. Let's say Cooper Rush goes three and zero, and let's say next week the offense, because the offense hasn't broke out just yet, but the offense breaks out, four hundred yards, you get thirty some thirty some points, whatever, whatever, and then let's say he goes out and beat the Rams. Or let's say that comes back, and then in the next three four weeks the offense looks terrible. Now we have a quarterback controversy.
8: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. Indeed, that's man. What I'm thinking,
0: man. A- ap- appreciate yeah, you, yeah, Nacho. All right, grab my man. All right, man. Thank
8: you, my man. Have a good day. You as well.
0: Nice I mean, the first part is his first question. I mean, we basically we, we answered that throughout the entire show, but sometimes people miss the show. But boy. a f A54, what's up, man?
5: Hello.
0: Yeah, what's up? What's up?
5: What's going on, Scott?
0: What's oh, up man. with you?
5: Long time. Good man. Long time. listening. first time call. I just, I just want to, I just want to ask a question, man. You know, I, I'm a cowboy to the day I go. But do you, do 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 you really think CD Lamb is the number one receiver?
0: I going to, I'm going to cop out here and say what I've been saying. Uh, I think CD Lamb has number one. Traits, abilities in regards to his talent—that is, that is clear. His talent is is on display. Now he needs to be more focused, and and then we need to see him have that mentality uh, of being that number one. And right now, I think that's what I'm waiting to see. So um, he needs to take ownership. Yeah. I was just saying, I was like you know all the number one receivers I
5: know—they can catch the ball with their hands. Mm-hmm. This man catches the ball in his body when he's wide open you know that's
0: not what number one receiver style to me you know but i love him i love him i got good hopes in him i just wanted to know mm. your thoughts yeah that's 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 me man I, I mean i i so desperately again this is me struggling with being a fan being an analyst and then being a reporter for the cowboys right it's hard to wear all those hats the fan in me is like what you talking about man cd that dude right but then when you remove that bias you're like yeah, you, know, you can't have those drops, man. Yeah. And then mentally, you can't you can't let yourself. The maturity is you can see it, right? Like you see, C.D. Lamb gets in his own head. He gets upset with himself. He's flailing everywhere. He's on the sidelines, throwing everything around. Like that part of it, he's still he's still growing. He's he's a third year wide receiver, which is why, you know, I thought, you know, when you remove. A guy like Cooper, maybe you should bring in somebody, a veteran, to still help with his development. So it's all a mental thing with CD Lamb. Once he gets that under control, then there'll be no doubt. Fact. Fact.
5: I ain't giving up on him. I just wanted to know your thoughts. That's still my boy. Uh, appreciate
0: taking my call, though, man. Dallas Cowboys life, man. Yes, sir. My God. All uh-huh. sitting here reading the chat. I, I just noticed Trey talking to King Elliman. K-Element, Trey definitely be trying to get me, but, but he doesn't have to. Sometimes, yeah, I slip up. Swain says, Sky breathe. No, you know, I enjoy Nacho, you know, but sometimes he even knows it. He admits it. He can be very long-winded to get to his question. And then the question has nothing to do with everything in the middle. And I'll let y'all talk. Yeah, we got a problem with that. But we ain't in preseason no more. Remember I said preseason? We in the regular season. Uh, L said, better question, is CD a number one wide receiver in this offense? Currently, from a target standpoint, sure. Dude's averaging over 10 targets per game. Problem is, how are we getting those targets? Problem is, you got to catch them. And he hadn't. I don't know why we couldn't get 10 targets last year to the other dude. But hey, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Shaq. Shaq said, well, I got to call in, and ask guy a question, and then answer the question before Sky talked. That happens sometimes too, man. That happens sometimes too. We got one more. All right, let me lock this up. Somebody came in. All right, last one of the day, of the morning, because this is a long My Wednesdays are stupid long. So I got to keep it moving, man. Uh, 662, what it is, what it do?
9: Yes. I'm a 58 year old Cowboy fan. I mean, 58 year Cowboy fan. Mm. Um, you know, here, here's my thing. You know, I don't, I don't listen to the national media. You know, uh, you know for commentary. You know, I like to see people, you know, celebrating. You know, celebrating the win. You know, I'm a Cowboy fan, of course. Uh, I, that next day, I try to, you know, I celebrate the win, and then, you know, what I do, then I try, I start looking forward to our next opponent. I don't sure. look way down the road or anything like that. Week to week. I, I, guess, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say, you know, I see a lot of people, they they say, oh, the, the Washington's going to be easy. I, I think that we are, <laughs> when we do that, you know, it's it sort of, it's sort of, to me, it's, for lack of a better word, it sort of jinxes the team. You know, like, oh, we got this easy. We can take this week off. No team is easy. I, no. and, but mm. uh, I hear that way too much, you know. Yeah. I'm like, why are you saying that all of these guys, you know, all of these guys got exceptional players on all of these teams. You know, they've, they've drafted, you know, a lot of time, you know, so-called superstar players. Sure. And all of them can make a play on on certain Sundays. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say, you know, I would like to hear people. I, I want to hear people stop saying, "Oh, we got an easy week this week." Uh, don't say that, because you you're setting this team up for failure when you do that. I hope they don't have that attitude.
0: Yeah, I'm what, sure what do you think about that? They absolutely do not have that attitude. They, they're uh, got to go one to zero each week at a time. And I, I kind of live in that same realm, right? Like, one week at a time. And what we do on this channel, I'm not sure how new you are, is we dive into both the good and the bad of a specific team when we start breaking them down. So we're not doing that. Now, with that said, fans are going to fan, right? Like, that is what it is. You, you know, you can go to the barbershop. You're going to talk to your man. You're going to talk to your coworkers. Yeah. And you're going to fan, especially when it's a division game. Especially when you've been whooping on these division opponents for years, right? Like, yeah, there's going to be a confidence that goes into it. Um, but, but what yeah. I try to do is put on all those hats, and 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 we'll do that tomorrow. We're going to break down the, the Washington football people and um, get into all that good stuff. So,
9: yeah, I mean, like I say, I, I didn't necessarily have a question, you know. I just, you know, had a couple of comments, you know, because yeah. I, you know, I hear the, I hear all the chatter, you know, and like, like I was saying, you know. I don't listen to the the Stephen A. I don't listen to the radio like yeah. I can dig it, man. <laughs> you know they because they're they're haters anyway.
0: You know they, they are. I, yep. I don't
9: listen to the people, but I do like to try to see what the people you know, you know across the nation are saying, what 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 they're saying about you know the possibilities. But I wish that they would approach it from a more uh, a strategic viewpoint instead of saying, "Oh, brother, oh, we." You know, we got a cakewalk this week. Yeah. And, and yeah. approach it week by week, you know, instead of down yeah. the road.
0: That's what I do here.
9: People come mm-hmm. out, already Talking about They in the Super Bowl. No, you're not.
0: No, no, You're no. not at the
9: Nope. You, you got to do it week by week.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Week by yeah, week. Pre- appreciate
9: no, appreci- I, I appreciate yeah, so I appreciate you, man. So keep on doing what you're doing. All
0: right, man. Thank you. Thank you for the call. That'll wrap up right. the Pulse of the Nation phone lines. I'm the first Cowboy fan. Appreciate y'all calling in. Let me go make sure I didn't miss any super chats. I think we good. After, damn, Entertainment sent me $50. Appreciate that, dog. By the way, if you want to, like I said, assist via Cash App so you aren't getting taxed here. Ken, that is a Cash App. Putting it in the chat right now. All right, no more super chats. We good here. Chat, y'all been great. I love how, whenever somebody say, "Hey, I've been a fan, I'm a 58 year old Cowboy fan, been a fan for so long." Marcus gets in the chat and he goes, "And Sky's 68 year old fan." <laughs> I think that's hilarious, man. Y'all are great. If you enjoyed today's show. If you enjoyed the breakdown, all 500 plus of you, please hit that like button. Please, even if you're on Facebook. Please subscribe if you want to be a part of this community like we do here. And uh, share this thing. But only if you enjoy it. I'm not, I'm not, if you don't like what you see, don't like it. You know what I mean? You got to do that. But tomorrow, it is on to the Washington football politicians. Today, I dive into the film room. We're going to look at the Cowboys defense against the Washington offense. That's what we're going to do tomorrow. And then Friday, the vice versa. Oh! I gotta hit up uh a Koye. I think I think I'm gonna try to get a Koye on here tomorrow for that. So let me let me let me get to him. Busy day ahead, man. Busy, busy day ahead. <laughs> y'all crazy. Later tonight, Mauricio Rodri- Rodriguez, aka Mora, will be on for A to Z Sports Primetime. Make sure y'all check that out. And if you miss this thing, run it back. Come on, man. It's good stuff. Jay Versick, on the way out, $2. So you thought there was no more super chats? <laughs> he dropped the deuce just to be like, hey, dog, we got more super chats, man. We did, Iceberg. We did. I'll see y'all later, man. Love y'all. We out here. Peace. Catch me on Vosha Barty Live, 3-ish Mafia. the show i'm going to switch the intro outro i'm working on it